0: Dr. Judy, and welcome to Supercharged Life, where I help you discover new ways to create success, wellness, and fulfillment, and give you tangible tools to supercharge your life. And today we're going to talk about a number of tips to supercharge your health, especially how to develop the skill of consistency, which is a core key of success for all areas of life. And my guest today is the perfect spokesperson. She is so inspirational. She has sold over 25 million exercise DVDs and written more than 20 books on fitness And she's been a wellness icon for over four decades, and chances are you've worked out with her before from the comforts of your own home. She's a full-time motivator and one of the most positive people you'll ever get to meet. Welcome fitness and health expert, Denise
1: Austin. Yay! 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 (laughs) I'm so happy to be here. Thank you, Dr. Judy. Oh my gosh,
0: Denise, you are a wonder woman. I have been working out with you since the 80s. Yes,
1: I've been around. (laughs) (laughs)
0: You've actually been, again, around for more than four decades. And it's just so amazing because you're always so positive. And when I watch your DVDs and work out to them, I feel that sheer joy that you show to everybody in your audience. I mean, clearly you love what you do. So that's why I think it's so wonderful that you have chosen to spend some time with me. I think we all would love some tips from you right now about how we can supercharge our health. And how to stay consistent, especially right now in the middle of the COVID-19 pandemic where so many of us are stuck at
1: home. Yes, we're all staying safe and healthy at home. So one of the best things that I tell everybody to do is exercise will help you. Exercise gives you that sense of well-being. You're going to feel better, boost your immunity. It's one of the best ways to get rid of grouchiness, anxieties. And guess what? You don't have to do too much to get fabulous results. And that's what I want to tell people. Just walking 10 minutes alone can boost your mood. So you can walk in place, you can stretch, you can tone, anything to get you moving and out of that chair. All of it helps for circulation and circulation is what gives you energy. The muscles are working so the energy's going and that way you get the oxygen to the brain to think better. And the key is, is to do just a little something every single day. Consistency does pay off.
0: I love that. And this is what you really tout on all of your DVDs, on your website, on your Instagram posts is just a little bit a day really helps and that it doesn't have to be something so overwhelming. In fact, a lot of your videos have workouts that are under five, 10, 15 minutes where you just do something and you yourself only work out 30 minutes a day on average. So how is that possible? And tell people why that still makes such a big difference.
1: Well, the key thing is, is you can do in 30 minutes in a day, but you could even chop it up into three different 10 minute workouts. So, one in the morning, you could do some yoga stretching for 10 minutes. Then, in the afternoon, take a little break, get out of that chair, get out of your home office and move a little more. Even if it's in place, you're doing a couple stretches side to side, maybe some push ups, some sit ups, some squats, walking lunges while you're talking on the phone. And then at night, you could do a little 10 minute walk, you can move your muscles by just doing simple arm circles, anything working those 640 muscles in the body works. And honestly, I've been filming a lot of new exercise short workouts for people that are free. And everyone could access free workouts for the next 30 days on my website. And I have over 150 free workouts that you could all do follow along with your family. I'm here with my family, my husband and our two grown daughters. So it's been a gift to be with my daughters who are both out of the house now, (laughs) graduating from college and working full time. So we're all working from home here together. And we actually are working out together too, all of us. So it's kind of been a joy in my life to see my little family working out together. And um, at the same time, to really get them structure, because that's what we need right now. Being stuck in our homes, we can actually have some structure. And that's Really, what I want to let people know is make a schedule. That's what I do. On Sundays, I make a schedule for the whole week. Okay, today I'm going to do 20 minutes. I'm going to try to walk in place. Maybe I could get outside if if you're safe, still keeping your social distance from people. If you could go for a, a walk, anything to get some fresh air, to get some sunshine, that vitamin D helps. And then also the biggest tip, Dr. Judy, that I could tell everybody Get out of your jammies As soon as you get up, (laughs) because the second you put on your exercise shoes, you get psyched up mentally to move.
0: I think those are wonderful tips. A lot of those I live by too. So I'm so glad that I have your approval, Denise, because (laughs) I think you're so right. Human beings, our brains, we crave consistency. We want habits. We want to be able to predict our environment. So let's use this to your advantage, especially right now, I think because of the COVID-19 pandemic pandemic. There are so many unknowns and people are feeling very flustered. And your tips are great because they are simple. They are to the point and something just as easy as keeping to a schedule, even when you're at home, having spaces for work versus play, getting out of those jammies. I do this every morning after I work out, I do take a shower. I get into work clothes. I put on a little makeup. So it feels like I'm going to work. And that actually (laughs) improves my productivity so much and makes me feel so much better. Wouldn't you agree with that, Denise? Yes,
1: I think it's important to kind of feel like you're still doing your regular routine. So you want to work. So you get onto your jobs that you need to do. If you can, you know, work from home, which is a beautiful thing. But I also find that we're eating healthier. We're making all of our own meals. We are, you know, having our breakfast together, lunch, dinner, we're trying new recipes. I think getting together with your families to make new and different foods are very, very interesting because my daughters eat a little differently than I do. They've been introducing me to all kinds of different. They made a paleo banana bread yesterday that was so delicious. And so there's new things that um, I learn every day from them too. So uh, try to feel like it's a gift in a way if you can mentally go there, Um, Hopefully you're healthy at home, that helps. But also I'm hoping people get an idea of regular fitness and that becomes their habit. Because really they do have a little more time now. Uh, You know, you're not commuting, you're not in your car as much. So here's a chance to use any of those times to turn them into toning and firming times. And that is a wonderful way to see how fit and slowly progressively healthier you'll get over a time, even if it's 10 minutes, wake up 10 minutes earlier and just do something that's healthy for you.
0: I love this because you're right. We should all try to embrace the silver lining of what's going on. You already mentioned one of the biggest ones, which is this increased quality time with your family members, but also you are now afforded the opportunity to actually attack your health and your fitness in a different way. And it, and a little goes a long way. Now, as you know, Denise, exercise is a form of physical stress that relieves mental stress. And that type of physical stress is something that is good for your body because it reduces levels of the body. Stress hormones like adrenaline and cortisol, your self-image improves as you get stronger and healthier. You get the sense of self-confidence and pride and control, which is something that we, again, all need in this particular climate. And I think this is a very interesting part of the research that people may or may not have known about, that clinical trials have actually shown exercise has been used as part of treatment for anxiety and clinical depression. It's anti-inflammatory and it improves your immune regulation. And in fact, fit individuals have lower levels of infection. And that is so important for all of us right now, because all of us are trying to avoid getting COVID-19. And if we get it, hoping that it is mild and that it passes quickly. And so I know that you have experienced a lot of this in your own life, but what got you interested in fitness and exercise as a way to help and and just a better life overall?
1: Well, um, I was a gymnast as a little girl and competed in gymnastics and then got a full athletic scholarship to college at the University of Arizona and competed in gymnastics as a D1 athlete. Then I got my degree, in exercise physiology. And right after graduation, I started in 1980 an aerobics business, moved back to Los Angeles where I'm born and raised. And then I met Jack Lillane and he gave me my first start on television and I loved him. I stayed great friends and he was my mentor until the day he passed. And I was honored to speak at his celebration of life. And with Arnold Schwarzenegger and Lou Ferrigno, the Incredible Hulk, which uh, I'm still great friends with Elaine Lalane, Jack's wife. And so I credit them for kind of getting me started on this TV uh, kick because I just loved it. And then I got my own show and then I started doing videos, VHS back in the day. And then from there, I you know, was on a um, Today Show for Four years as their fitness expert once a month. And I I got my own show on ESPN daily with Denise and then to Lifetime TV. So as I I just kept going, I have a lot of um, energy. I love what I do. I believe I'm helping people out there to really feel that you could do it no matter who you are, what you are, how old you are. There's a place you got to start, you know, always. And I just truly believe that. And I just, Uh, I love what I do to know I'm helping people. I'm celebrating now 40 years in the industry. I'm 63 years old and I totally feel healthy and fit and I wake up happy and uh, I just believe that Exercise improves your attitude, too. And it kind of gets out any anxieties or grouchiness, and it truly makes me feel good. I exercise because I want to feel good afterwards. (laughs) I believe it's a great feeling of self-accomplishment and that I overcame procrastination. So it's kind of a badge of a winner in a way. If you could feel that way, you'll feel self-worth that you did it because that you are worth it. Health is everything we've got as we know now Uh, it's even showing even more. So, Oh my gosh, my girlfriend who got it in New York. I mean, she's so sick and she's, I just want to be healthy again Denise. I just, so, you know, she's finally coming through on the other side, feeling better, but it just, you know, you got to stay healthy and your health means more than anything. So, take care of yourself, eat right, sleep well, drink water, exercise, move. Even if it's gardening outside, that is exercise. Dance with blasty music in your house. That's what we did last night. It was so much fun. So do whatever <laughs> it takes to move.
0: I love this so much for a couple of reasons. One, I do think that Exercise is part of your secret to always being so happy. And when I look at your websites, your videos, your Instagram, you always have that beautiful smile on your face. And we know exercise stimulates the production of endorphins, right? And these are chemicals right? the body's natural painkillers and mood elevators. So I exercise every day too, Denise, for that reason. There are mornings when I get up and I say, I, the last thing I want to do is exercise, but I always remember how I'm going to feel after?
1: The first five minutes are hard to get into. That's normal. I still go through that. Don't worry. You'll just ease into it. And then once you're in that eighth minute, you are on your way and maybe you'll do it for a little longer. But the key thing is, is just to do something. And I'm really excited because just this week, I have a brand new magazine out over 100 pages of all my tips for women over 50. It's called Fit Over 50, and it is fabulous tips. I show exercises. It's almost like my latest book in a way because it's filled with so many uh, recipes and tips and ways to get rid of stress. Beauty tips to stay young. (laughs) And naturally, everything I do is more natural. I haven't even had Bojocks yet. And that's another
0: reason why I love your philosophy because your philosophy for health emphasizes staying fit naturally and that it doesn't necessarily take as you mentioned a mountain it's little habits that you do every day and you embrace where you are in life I think as people get older they start to feel a bit dejected I'm sure you've worked with many people like this will say as they start getting older you know even starting in their 30s but certainly 40s 50s and 60s well my body just isn't what it used to be they get down about the the fact that maybe their body can do less of what they were able to do when they were younger—they're
1: upset. Yes, we got to fight that attitude. The same.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, tell us a little bit about how we can fight that attitude, because obviously, I think everybody knows. I probably should still keep moving because we don't want this to get into a huge negative cycle, where then all of your health indicators go down the drain. But it can be hard. So, what do you advise people as you're getting older? How do we age naturally and gracefully?
1: Well. A lot of people um, my age and their uh, women, you know, my age around 50s and 60s, they kind of feel like they're giving up. Well, why do I do that? Oh, Denise, you know, they, <laughs> I hear that, you know, I have friends and I have uh, sisters. They're like, oh, it's so hard, but I make sure that my sisters and my good friends we always do we can't now but we always do walks together i schedule walks with all of my girlfriends and my sisters i also do little tips throughout the day to stand up because standing burns more calories than sitting so the more you get up out of the chair and you stand up and think good posture the better naturally your body will burn those extra calories Also muscles work miracles on our metabolism so everybody needs to keep those muscles strong our 640 muscles need to stay strong because it's really helping many uh, the cellular level it also helps with keeping you young nothing will droop or sag if your muscles are toned and taut so muscles really can be done toning any time even a minute here a minute there so right now everybody can do a great tummy exercise together pull in your abs either standing or sitting it doesn't matter now tighten up your tummy muscles come on engage the core of the tummy for 5 seconds and that's equal to one sit up so you could be doing isometric exercises standing up squeezing your buttock muscles come on tighten up that tushy if you don't squeeze it, no one else will. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's really funny. And I remember, Denise, when you came to visit us on the set of The Doctors, and I actually got to feel your abs. You have rock hard abs, which is so cool because now you're teaching us the tips on how you can get this into your day in a much more easy fashion. Because I will tell you right now, Denise, I hate sit-ups so much with the Vengeance. Yes. <laughs> this is good that we can actually be sitting and doing things that, as you mentioned, is an isometric movement that mimics the effects of a sit-up so that I don't have to actually do sit-ups for hours on end, which is what we thought to do before.
1: And planks work really well for your abs. So you never have to engage your sit-up motion or your neck. So anytime you guys can get down to the floor or use the couch, putting your elbows on the couch, your feet on the floor, lift up a little. Now tighten up those abs. Plank is one of the best ways to flatten the belly because it's working the muscle we rarely get, our transverse abdominus muscle. That muscle lies right around the belt in a way deep inside your abdominal wall. And it's around your belly button area, like a a little bit of a half belt in front. So that muscle gets work when we do isometrics. And when we do a plank, that's why that plank position is so important to do either on your hands and hold it like a real strong plank top of a pushup or drop down and do a low hover onto the elbows. Whatever is your favorite way, it still works that transverse abdominus. That's the muscle that's going to keep your tummy flat even throughout the day.
0: And having strong stomach muscles is so important for the rest of your health. It's good for your spine. It's yes. good for just general movement. It's good for not getting hurt when you're exercising or just doing household movements. You know, I've known people, for example, they're just lifting things around the house and they get hurt. And if yes. you have strong core, it's going to help you with all of that. So just to recap on some of the wonderful tips you've already given us so far, don't be afraid to start small, work small movements into everyday life and gradually work up. So even as you mentioned, five to 10 minutes a day is going to already boost your metabolism, make you feel good. We can start with some of your videos because a lot of them are just a few minutes long and you can just break it up. So 10 minutes in the morning, 10 minutes around noontime and 10 minutes in the afternoon or evening. If you're having a hard time getting started, just get moving. Now, Denise, I have a question for you because you, you you said you're 63. You look fabulous. How has your own workout changed over the years?
1: Well, first of all, I, um, I try to do more low impact now because it's uh, easier on the joints. So I take a lot of jumping out. Like instead of jumping jacks, I do half jacks, tapping out my toes to the side. So that makes it a little easier. And then I also have incorporated a lot more stretching flexibility yoga pilates easier on the body type exercises they're still very important for toning and for stretching and that's what i really enjoy now is to do a little more stretching because i believe as we age we need to keep that flexibility and because that's when you reach for something on the floor your back won't get out so one thing is stretching for flexibility to keep you Uh, really pliable and limber helps that circulation too. So we could do simple things throughout the day. One of my favorite is this, if you're at a home, the desk, or if you're standing, all you have to do is raise your arms, stretch them real high, both over your head, stretch as tall as you can, give length to your vertebrae, give it every space, lengthen as tall as you could make it, and then release. That one stretch does so much for the spine your spine is your lifeline so keep it healthy keep it strong also i'm a big believer in good breathing exercises that has kept me kind of young relaxed and you know anxiety free and i do more moving meditation instead of you know lying flat i like to do swinging with my arms stretching and thinking about you know taking good deep breaths and I love to breathe while I'm doing motions even if it's a like a circle arm circles back like you're swimming you know the crawl stroke backwards that is opening up the chest and giving you the oxygen you need to feel better it's about good posture Good posture is the key to that flat tummy because if you're sitting or standing slouched over, your tummy has nowhere else to go but pooch out. If you sit up tall, you really pull it in, back strong and straight, drop your shoulders down and back and feel open in the chest area, the chest bone open, you will feel so much better. And that's what's kept me young.
0: These are great practical tips so that all of us can feel re-energized at any time during the day. Unlike you, Denise, I was never that person who was able to do mindfulness and meditation activities, just sitting, you know, in that kind of iconic image of cross-legged, eyes closed. That's not really me. I, I tend to do my meditations while I'm exercising, walking, running, hiking, and just really staying attuned to the life around me and. I realized that when I started to be more intentional, that I noticed all kinds of things that was happening around me that I didn't notice before. I would be walking the same path I walked every morning and all of a sudden realized, whoa, I never saw that tree there or I didn't know there was a bench yes. on that side. You know, so it's really funny how so many times we're just on autopilot and we miss what's going right. on
1: around us. And you just need to get rid of any of the, you know, anxiousness in your brain and the over in your thoughts. Just look at nature and, and, oh, you know, really, truly smell the flowers, smell the roses. And it really makes that part of your uh, workout more like, you know, mindfulness. And you really do get away from your own worries at that point. And that's what I truly believe helps people is just erase some of those negative thoughts or jobs they have to do or oh my gosh what if the baby gets sick you know all the worries we have as moms too we have lots of them being a mother I know that I have you know two daughters so there's still worries no matter how old they are you still are concerned to worry about them so the, the way to mindlessly kind of ease those is through exercise through breathing while you're walking. That's one of my favorite ways, walking, just walking, really see more things and really ease into it.
0: I agree with you. And I think that that is a practice that you have to get used to because oftentimes people are walking and talking on the phone, walking and looking down at their phone. And so it can be a really simple switch that causes transformation in your life. And you get a two for one, as you mentioned, because it's a meditation and exercise in one. I wanna ask you a question about ideal time to exercise. Now, I know everybody's a little bit different with this and the research has been kind of all over the place, although I have a favorite time to exercise and I think it might be the same as yours. I think one of your tips is to tell people and encourage people get moving in the morning. So why do you think it's important if it's possible for your schedule to exercise in the morning?
1: Well, first of all, to me, it's the the kind of it sets your day. It's the mindset. It's the way you're going to feel the rest of the day. You're not worried. Oh gosh, it's dinner time. I didn't get in my workout, but I got to cook dinner now. Oh, okay. I won't do it today. It's kind of like uh, if you do it early, you get it done. But I also feel that if uh, you could just squeeze it in in the morning. You don't have to not only think about all day, but also uh, have the energy and have the eating kind of planned out too, because it is food and fitness go hand in hand. So guess what? Through research, I asked all the top doctors in the country and Exercise, physiology, exercise can be done at any time. That's best suits your schedule. But the key thing is, is to set the schedule and then keep it at that. So you become uh, more re- habitual to that time frame. So also write it down. Like I already wrote this morning, I did a really early workout. Katie, my daughter is following in my fitness footsteps and she did a workout this morning on her Instagram. So I worked out on the side with her eight o'clock workout. So I got it in. I knew I was going to do that. So I think if you write it down like an appointment, it becomes a part of your day. So it's really a good way to kind of set yourself, set your mind. And get going. And even if you do just a little bit in the afternoon, that's better than nothing at all. And guess what? I've always said this, and it means so much more now. Your muscles don't know if you're in a fancy gym or you're right there in your basement, in your living room, (laughs) in your kitchen do 10 push push-ups up against the kitchen counter. It's working to, you know, firm up your chest and get sexy arms. So there's lots of little things you could do throughout the day. One minute here, one minute there can add up.
0: Yes. And that's part of the key of being consistent. And I love your tip about writing it in your calendar as if it's an appointment that you have to go to. I started doing this when I was first trying to give myself more of a routine with my exercise. And it really has helped a lot. So right now, Denise, you and I are talking around 1030 in the morning and both of us have worked out in the morning. I actually did put it in my calendar because I knew I was talking to you today and you gave me an extra boost of motivation. Like you said, it doesn't matter when you work out. Now the research, as you mentioned, you've talked to top doctors as long as you get it in, that's the most important thing. But the benefits of working out in the morning is that there's generally fewer distractions. You get it out of the way and you feel already accomplished. And you're kind of working with your physiology because we know that our cortisol is highest in the morning for the first couple of hours after you wake up. And it's kind of like a caffeine boost without drinking coffee. You are a little bit more energized, no matter if you're an early lark or a night owl. In general, that's just the way our biology works. And so you're kind of going along with your biology. But as you said, if your schedule does not allow it, then work out in the afternoon, a few minutes here, a few minutes there, and it's all going to pay off. A little bit more to a mindset question because you have such positivity all the time. (laughs) The world has changed so much in this last month. And right now, in the middle of this COVID 19 pandemic, people are losing hope. People are scared. People are anxious. Perhaps you have family members and friends and colleagues who have contracted the virus, and some of them might even be in more dire straits than others. So, How are you managing all of that? And how are you staying positive with all of the unknowns going on?
1: Well, I actually have been talking on the phone to all of my girlfriends and catching up and connecting, reconnecting with my other girlfriend I've been talking to for a couple months. So mentally, I'm still connecting to my sisters who I've missed so much. I'm connecting to all my best friends throughout uh, this whole thing I've been we've been FaceTiming something I never used to do. So the connection has been um, extremely important to me. And I miss being with my girlfriends terribly and my extended family. I'm one of five, my husband's one of five, and we haven't gotten to see anyone in weeks. So it's just our little unit. I actually have to, um, help my daughter, Katie, who's a very social butterfly, Mm -hmm. the 26 year old who just is single and would love to be out and about (laughs) and won't and isn't (laughs) because that's hard on her. But so she's been doing happy hours, you know, on, um, FaceTime with all her best friends, I have to kind of lift her up a little to say, Hey, it's going to be in the big scheme of the world in your whole life. It's only going to be, you know, like two months, hopefully. (laughs) So um, long as we're healthy, I keep encouraging people, you know, a lot of people want to you know, get together. I'm like, no, 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 no. I won't do anything. <laughs> I'm very, I'm a germphobic. So I, I always have that. I didn't want any germs. So we're really being careful. And I think it's the best thing to do. I've been talking to a lot of my friends who are doctors and nurses. I did a healthcare workout for hospitals for our hospital heroes. They are what's going I'm devastated for them. They're just scared to death that they're getting it. They've got to come home and, you know, feed their kids. The women are, uh, you know, moms who are still on the front lines trying to do everything. And it breaks my heart. My niece's um, sister is a top doctor and had to leave her children until, you know, uh, for another month. And she has uh, two little babies at home just to stay and work the emergency room now and she can't come home. She has to live there at the hospital. So there's so much sacrifice that other people are doing for our health and to save lives that I look at this with great gratitude in a way more than anything. And my attitude to all this is be grateful for your health right now. Just take good care of yourself. Yes. And I think that's
0: a good thing to live by right now because there are so many unknowns and things change on the daily. My husband is a physician and he's an anesthesiologist. Oh my God. I can't tell you how much he has felt along with his coworkers, everyone is stressed. Everyone Uh is trained. They are running low on medical supplies. They are talking about how they can reuse their masks because they don't have enough masks. It's not really protecting you in the same way. And so I think it's a tough time for a lot of people. But as you mentioned, definitely our frontline people who are there possibly risking much more the idea of getting the illness themselves, but still also balancing that with the responsibility of their jobs and wanting to take care of people. And then I think the other piece is the other people who have been deemed essential workers, who are also having to do the same thing, like our delivery people, like the people who still work in restaurants, so you can get your takeout. And so I think it is really tough. And as you mentioned, all of us are so different in our personality and our needs. You mentioned that your daughter, Katie, she's a social butterfly. So she's probably getting cabin fever a lot quicker than the average person. And you're trying to help her manage that. So Do you have any specific tips for people who are still trying to get moving at home, you know, whether it's for fitness or just so that they have energy throughout the day? Because I think what happens is when you're at home a lot, people sort of get into a rut and then they feel their energy is zapped, forget about working out they're not able to be productive and their mood might go down. And so what do you suggest for people who are already feeling the effects of that and how can they supercharge the way they attack their day?
1: Well, wake up in the morning with a good attitude saying, okay, I can get through this. I'm healthy. I woke up healthy. That's what I see every day. Oh my gosh, I made it through another day. But the the key thing is, is to do something that's going to help you move, that you're going to get healthier to do something for yourself as well as your family. Try to eat healthier because that helps. It's a mindset too. So even if you do just five minutes a day of exercise, you can follow along uh, with my workouts. All you have to do is push play and I better motivate you to get up and do something, get off that couch and move because that's what's going to kind of trigger you to feel better and get those happy hormones moving and it really helps. And exercise, as you know, is one of the best preventative medicines there is. So my biggest advice is just try five minutes a day, let it grow to 10 minutes, then work it all the way up to 30 minutes. And there you have a fabulous habit of healthy working out on a regular basis.
0: And that is what consistency is all about is just getting up and just doing a few minutes. Now we all have a few minutes and most of us now who are homebound, you definitely have a few minutes. And so this is a great time to try to get this new healthy habit started. Now, you are always so upbeat and happy and I'm sure that that's just the way that you are in general, but also you're a human being. So sometimes you must be sad as well. What are the things that get you down? And then what do you do to get yourself out of it?
1: Well, um, you know, I've had a lot of, you know, I've lost my mom. That was really hard on me. And I lost my father, Uh, you know, those things, People I miss so much. One of the best things to think of and that I always think of are the good times we've had together and the memories that, you know, hold close to me, my traditions that I've learned from them. But the key thing is you have a choice. Everybody has a choice. You could put a smile on your face and you could be positive or you could be a grouch. So why not choose to be happy? Why not choose to be more optimistic and more positive? You know, you could switch your mind thinking and really say, Be more positive and think more. Your self talk needs to be in a better mindset, more, you know, happier, and things like, oh, well, I could do that today. Okay, I'll check that off. But the key thing is, I think, is you need to be grateful. We need to think of those things that will help us through the day when, you know, there's problems constantly approaching us, but it's how you take it and how you work with it that makes a difference on your attitude.
0: It's really about what you do
1: in the room when my kids wake up, good morning. I just feel that (laughs) your your attitude and It sets your whole room. It sets your household. It sets how your uh, moods are that for your family too. It penetrates. Enthusiasm breeds enthusiasm. Encouragement is very important.
0: Leading by example. That is just a great tip that you gave. And it's scientific as well. In treatment, we oftentimes talk about acting as if. And it's just a shorthand to describe that sometimes when you're feeling down and you don't know how to get yourself out of it. And maybe the situation is sort of stressful, like a lot of people are very stressed out about this pandemic and a lot of other reasons to be stressed, maybe economic reasons, maybe worrying about family members and their health. But if you act as if, and you just act what we call the opposite of your emotions urge. So for example, if you feel like isolating, actually reach out to someone instead. That everything is related. So when you act that way, as you mentioned, it's contagious, it's infectious. And also when you act that way, it actually feeds back on your thoughts and your mood. And you actually do feel better, even when at the start of that exercise, maybe you weren't feeling your best. And I, I love what you're I saying love there. Yeah, I, I love, love that. I love that, Dr. Judy. Uh, Woo, thanks, Denise. Wonderful. Well, I think it's just important for all of us to have a realistic mindset, right? About what's going on. Because obviously, as you mentioned, sometimes there are things about life that are hard, that are sad, but you make a decision about what to do with that information. And it's not that we don't want to accept our negative feelings. I mean, they're there, it's fine, but it's more about what can I do today to turn it around or to do something positive for the things that I do have. And I love that you talk about gratitude so much because- Sometimes it can be hard for us to have gratitude when we're stressed. We focus more on the negative and we don't think about the things that we have. And you're right. When I wake up in the morning and I've been healthy so far, knock on wood and thank God. I thank God every day that, okay, good. I woke up and no symptoms so far. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yes. And so what will you do with that feeling?
1: Make it count. Make it count.
0: Make it count. And we can all do that. And I think right now, so many of us are wondering how we can harness our energy, you know, and you actually wrote a book, one of your many, many books. It was called Get Energy, Empower Your Body, Love Your Life. And I read this book, Denise, it is wonderful. Oh, Oh, my goodness. I love the fact that your books are so practical and so easy to put in place. And so for those people who have not read any of your books, they need to. But this book especially spoke to me because because you talk about the three wheels of energy, which was such a cool way to break everything down. So can you tell us a little bit about those three wheels of energy and how we can tap into each of those wheels to have a really good life overall?
1: Well, one of course is the exercise because moving your muscles bring energy to your body. Oxygen equals energy. So exercise will get the energy up eating healthy. Of course, there's foods that really do help some vitamin C helps with the energy. I've been drinking orange juice, get some good vitamin C in your body. Did you know parsley is really good for that? So of course, exercise, eating right, eating the foods that will help give you energy. Make sure you're getting all the fruits and vegetables. I've been doing a lot of almond butter. You know, protein is important. And then also your attitude, the attitude working, you know, to kind of make it happen for yourself and make yourself think more positively. That will help give you the energy your body needs to change any negative thoughts. So they're all important. And if you work them all together, and of course, sleep. Sleep oh, will help sleep. give you energy too. We need to sleep well. And that is exercising in the day does help you to sleep better at night. So absolutely. If you can, get in a good night rest. I'm a true believer in lots of water. Hydration, hydration really helps with your energy level. Anytime you feel a little tired around three o'clock, stand up. Get in a little breathing exercises and get a full glass of water and that will help you. You will feel so much better.
0: All of these little tips throughout the day. And I want to hone in on a couple of things. One is your attitude and your philosophy about food. And then the other one is the sleep. So first of all, let's talk about the food. I love that you use butter, that you don't really use uh, butter substitutes. I love that you let yourself indulge. I like that you have this 80-20 rule where 80% of the time you're eating you know, generally the types of things that you would call whole foods, very wholesome, but then you give yourself little treats. I mean, Hey, Denise drinks wine, everybody. And so should you. It's a good yes. thing to have wine and have some <laughs> dessert, right? Yes. So tell us about that natural philosophy about food. Cause it just fits your entire brand, right? Cause you're all about aging naturally, fitness, naturally eating naturally. So tell us why that is so important.
1: Well, that way you never feel like, you're being deprived of anything. I I don't give up any food groups because I I really live like I do believe in good portions, you know, making sure the portions aren't huge just eating all your favorite foods without the big portions just taste of it if it's the 20% rule so 80% I eat healthy and 20% could be like last night it was ice cream we went into the carton and really that was my 20% and then Friday night I had my glass of red wine and you know, every single day I kind of give myself that uh, the twenty percent rule, and it really works. It's worked my entire life. It's kept my weight the same for since I was in college, and except for two pregnancies that I gained <laughs> thirty-five pounds and needed, to, so I. But I've kept that attitude of eating right. I eat more of like a Mediterranean diet. We have a lot of fish and chicken with olive oil. I love avocado. I love hmm. healthy fats now. That's kind of uh black seed. And she is, I do those types a little more now that I hit 50, ever since I hit 50. And I get in my omega-3s. They're very important for us and for our energy level, for our health. And um, vitamin D, to, uh, I think is so important to get in the sun as often as you can, just yes. a little bit, not overdo it. Just a touch helps your energy and your your good feeling of, Ooh, I'm going to you know, feel a little better now.
0: Oh, we need that. And I think it's really helpful, especially if you get it during the morning hours, because it kind of helps to set your circadian rhythm, which yeah. leads us to the discussion of sleep. Sleep is so important because we all know that feeling when we haven't slept well, we're more irritable, we're more impulsive, we make bad decisions. And oftentimes our appetite control gets out of whack also. So what are some of your tips for getting quality sleep?
1: Well, you know, um when I started with the premenopausal and it was a really hard time for me because sleep is so important and one of the things that got me through it that I believe truly does help is of course exercise in the day and I believe that you know if you do something cardiovascular too it really helps to burn that body fat And then you're able to sleep better at night, but also I wind down, you know, I try not to eat late at night. I think that's uh, a culprit of a lot of people do. And not only does it, you know, um, you know it's a weight problem but also it also you know can disturb your sleep patterns so try to eat an earlier dinner this week and just try and see how your sleep patterns are it really works for me and it makes a big difference for me if i eat an earlier dinner and then don't you know go to the refrigerator too much after 8pm
0: that's really helpful and actually i have become an advocate of the early bird dinners my husband and i will go and have dinner at our favorite restaurants at 5pm in the evening and, and Happy even hour. now, yeah, Happy we love hour. it. And you <laughs> yeah. know what? It feels so good because, um, we really enjoy that sort of twilight hour before it yes. gets dark. And then we do other things to unwind so that we can have better sleep instead of snacking, which of course everybody tends to do, especially when you've had a stressful day. I think it's so much easier to reach for those snacks late at night because you're using it to manage your emotions, but right. there's other ways that we can manage our emotions. We've talked about, a lot of them so far today. I know that you do mindfulness exercises, gratitude exercises. You also have exercises where you can change your thinking. And I love that in the book, you actually talk about doing an assessment. You know, what is zapping your energy? You have this... Quiz that's really great to help you identify what area of life is robbing you of energy, and then you give energy prescriptions, which I think is really fun. And a couple of the ones that I love the most is looking for the laughs. You know, we all have to laugh sometime, even right yes. now. Yes, laughter middle of stress. Is the
1: best medicine. Oh.
0: And. It tones
1: your tummy too. <laughs> burns
0: calories. Burned That's calories. right. And I love that so much because it's simple and we should all just get in a little laugh, you know, tell a joke, have fun with your friends have fun with your family but i also love that you talked about dress rehearsals for failure that sometimes we we sometimes think so positively that we don't actually look to see what the barriers are because if we can find the barriers ahead of time then we have a better chance of achieving success so can you explain that idea further and how people can apply it?
1: Well, I just think, you know, set yourself up for success set yourself up that, you know, the things that you do well. And I think that always helps especially for us women who always tries to do everything. Well, you know, figure out what you do best and and bring that to the table wherever you are. And I do believe that Having, um, you know, conversations with women and connecting with your girlfriends is such an important part of this because yes. we now know through research that friendships are so important. So now mm. that's why it's even more so, you know, to do zoom or do you know facetime with your friends it's the connection makes you feel that you're part of something and for all of us women i think that's what we need we we love to feel appreciated i think that's one of the most important feeling that we need so uh you know i love that it's one of my best friend's birthday this week and we're all going to join together On one call to, you know, get her spiced up a little, make her feel good. It's her birthday. Even though we can't physically be there, we're all going to zoom in together. (laughs) So there's so many little things that you can do that make a difference for people's lives, but more, it does help you. You feel better.
0: You definitely do. And as we've been talking about these wheels of energy, physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual, I think that's a big piece of it is feeling connected to something bigger, that that is actually something that can work on all of those wheels of energy. Because we know now there's so much research about social isolation and loneliness and the kind of havoc it can wreak on your physical and mental health. And so right now, as we all have to get more creative, as you mentioned, with our social connection, don't give up on it. Think of ways to have these shared experiences. You know, I know people have been doing these happy hours on Zoom, but you can also share a meal on Zoom, have coffee over Zoom, watch a TV show together. I love that you work out with some of your girlfriends on FaceTime or Zoom because you know what? I think a lot of people miss that energy. People who love going to classes, they're so bummed right now because they can't do that. But there's still a way to tap into that same kind of idea by turning on a video and calling your girlfriend, and saying, "Let's do this together."
1: And I've been doing um, live on my Facebook page at Denise Austin workout. So you know, go and check my schedule. I've been doing live workouts that are free on my uh, Facebook page at Denise Austin. So. For all of your listeners, you can work out for free with me at deniseaustin.com. We're offering 30-day free access to every video, all my workouts, all my recipes. And if anyone's interested to get my brand new magazine, it's out there for a while. It's in all the grocery stores and drugstores. It's available on Amazon. It's Denise Austin's Fit Over 50. <laughs> for all the women over there who are over 50, maybe want to get it for your moms, anyone listening, it has a 100 pages of everything foods to keep you young, stress ways to get rid of stress. I do even all the bye-bye droop and sag exercises in (laughs) five minutes a day. (laughs) Defy gravity.
0: I I like that because we need these resources right now more than ever. And you've actually been married for over 35 years too, to Jeff. So congratulations
1: on that. Thank you, honey. He's a great guy. I married the right person. That's for sure. How else
0: do you keep your relationship healthy and vibrant?
1: We have a lot of friends that we, you know, do, we can't right now, but we do uh, uh, events with, you know, we play tennis together. We go happy hours out to dinners. Um, there's a whole group of us that love to get together. You know, Jeff played professional tennis, his sister's yes. Tracy Austin. So our world, you know, revolved a lot of uh, his tennis, great friends that we have had the best times with to travel and play tennis. So we stay active together. Jeff's a, a sports attorney, he represents uh, mm-hmm. professional NBA player, Stephen Curry, the Greek freak Giannis. So we have, you know, with the basketball world, we enjoy, they're like family to us. We are part of everyone's family. Um, so it's, it's an extended family too. Uh, but Jeff and I, we just uh, trust each other. We respect each other. Uh, mm-hmm. We have two daughters together that we we love to be with, and um, Jeff is just a funny guy. So he's smart and funny, and he keeps me laughing every day, even even during these times.
0: That's wonderful. And I think that it's so important, as we mentioned, to laugh, to play yes. in your relationships and not take yourself so seriously. Now you must be so proud of your daughters. I mean, they're both doing so well. And actually, Katie, as you mentioned, followed in your footsteps and she yes. is a fitness influencer. And there are many fitness influencers out there. You're the original fitness influencer. Oh, well, thank you, honey. <laughs> but there are so many now that are out there. And so what are your opinions about fitness influencers now? And Do you have any tips for people who are trying to figure out, you know, which fitness influencer should I follow? You know, who's giving good tips and who's not? What are your thoughts?
1: Well I love that Kate both of our daughters played lacrosse and um since they were little girls and got full athletic not full athletic so, but athletic scholarships to college and so I'm so proud of them they but my oldest played lacrosse at University of Virginia and my youngest played lacrosse at USC so I'm so proud of our daughters that kind of both followed in our our athletic ability my mm-hmm. husband played tennis at UCLA and I did gymnastics at U of A. So, you know, we're a family of, uh, you know, we're, we love um, to work hard and to, you know, really uh, encourage each other. But uh, Katie is so great because she, has. we do mother-daughter workouts, which has been so much fun. Mm. She got me on Instagram. So she teaches me a lot of things. It's a whole new skill. It it? really is. Yes, it's all new. (laughs) So we've had a fun time. She even made me do a few TikToks with her during this (laughs) quarantine. It's hard. She can do it. She loves it. And um, I've had the best time. And then our oldest daughter is in the music industry. She Pick songs for TV shows and movies and she's very behind the scenes, like my husband. They Aren't much um, in front of the camera with us, so mm. so that we have one of each.
0: Yes, and you have a family of performers, really, because everybody does do <laughs> well, just something. Just being Katie, it's They're good. very it's, brilliant. Yeah, on it's their really own. good. It's really good to be able to share your gift with the world and share your passions yeah, and what it's I see. So about, much fun. Yeah, and that's what I see about fitness influencers too. I see that a lot of them are you know passionate about what they're trying to teach. And I think for you, you really have the goods. You've done the research. You know it from your own experiences and working with doctors and nurses and other people who are experts. And that's why it's great because your work is science-based and your work is built on a lifetime of experience where you walked your talk, which I think is so important too, because a lot of people will say, well, I just don't know. This person feels a little bit disingenuous to me because I'm not sure if they're doing their own exercises. Right. And you are always doing it. And with so much joy, which I appreciate.
1: And to call oh, thank you. You're I love helping people get in shape. I love it. It's really my mission. I just feel if I could just help people realize it doesn't take that much to get in good shape. It just takes a little bit and you just feel better. I just want people to feel good about themselves. And that's pretty much really what I like to do. (laughs) Yes. You're
0: all about empowering people. And to close, I want to give our listeners... A tip on how to build consistency in their lives because, as we mentioned earlier, it's one of the core keys of success. It develops discipline and self control, clarity and focus. It fast tracks your improvement or development in any area and it helps you to get results, stand out, and get noticed in all aspects of life. So, what are some of your top tips to supercharge consistency, especially when somebody is? worry that maybe they don't have what it takes to build a consistent, healthy habit for themselves.
1: I'd say make a plan. You know, an architect doesn't build a home without a plan. So you need a plan of being consistent. So in that plan, you need to write down things in your calendar, make it like appointments for fitness, for a good eating plan. Make sure you're writing things down to kind of a diary does work, even if, food diary has helped and mark it down. That's why I love knowing how many steps I have in a day, you know, 10,000 is my goal. So have, you know, make a plan, have small little goals throughout the day and then take it into action. And if you can do that with fitness to start, to me, that's the best thing. So just 10 minutes a day, mark it every single day, get in 10 minutes, no matter what kind of fitness it is. And then, go from there. You have created a habit, a good, healthy habit. That 10 minutes will make you feel so much better. I promise.
0: Great tip. 10 minutes to consistency a day. That's it. I would add to your wonderful list, getting to know your why, why do you want to achieve this goal? What are you doing it for? Is it to have better relationships, to have better health so that you can be around for your family, get to know your why, what are the values that are keeping you in check so that you want to achieve these goals. And then I also say, reward yourself when you meet milestones, celebrate them. I feel like we don't celebrate enough when we reached a goal. So if you've done seven days in a row of 10 minutes, stretching in the morning, celebrate it say it out loud,
1: tell your friends, you know, have a little online shopping I love that. experience. <laughs> yes, that's awesome. Celebrate the small successes. That's awesome. We
0: really do need that. And we need to pat ourselves on the back a bit more because sometimes we can be so critical of ourselves and we are sometimes our own toughest critic. And so I think it's important to balance it out by rewarding and celebrating your successes. Now, Denise, you are up to so many different things. I love your website. I love your Instagram. It's a exciting that you have this new magazine coming out. Now, where can people find you? Can you give us your website address and also your social handle?
1: Sure. Um, Everyone could log on to deniseaustin.com And that's my website where I have plans. If you need a 10-week plan to kind of help you lose weight, I've got that for you. Or if you just want to have an on-demand Denise workout, we've got over 150 workouts on there. And then I'm on Facebook and Instagram with Denise Austin. So follow me. I love it. And I do give away, you know, different workouts, uh, recipes on my Instagram and I'm doing live workouts on Facebook. And then my brand new magazine is out now. It's going to be out for you know a few months on the stands. I'm coming out with them three to four times a year. So this one's brand new. It's my first one. I'm so happy. I'm celebrating it. It's Denise Austin's Fit Over 50. It has 100 pages of filled tips and exercises and recipes, all to staying young and you know, glow from within and bye-bye droops and sags. So you could get it right now. If you're going to grocery stores, be safe, or a drugstore, be safe. It's there on the newsstand. And then you could also get it on Amazon.com. Denise Austin's Fit Over 50 magazine.
0: Wonderful. I'm going to go grab a copy and I can't wait to see you on one of your live workouts soon. Talking with you, Denise, is like a breath of fresh air. And every time I see you on social, I just smile because your smile and your positivity is contagious. So thank you again for spending some time with me today. I am very grateful for you.
1: And I'm grateful for you and your husband. Stay healthy. Thank you. We will do our best. And
0: so I hope you do and your family as well too. Thank you so much you again. You too, honey. Yes. Thank you so much again for joining Yay. us, Denise. And thank you all for listening to this episode of Supercharged Life. You can follow me at Dr. Judy Ho on social media. And be sure to subscribe, download, listen, and tell your friends about this podcast I'm Dr. Judy and remember any time is a great time to supercharge your life see you later